believes to be of quality. But there is, unseen by most, an episodic horror-based TV show. A show that still holds up. A show called Tales from the Dark Side. Are you sure? Well, I see it in the cards. And this one here, the Knight of Swords, he never lies. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Talks from the Dark Side. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Chris Barr. This is the podcast where we take you through the entire series of Tales from the Dark Side, the anthology series from the 80s created by George Romero and Richard Rubenstein. Today we're talking about In the Cards, with an original air date of January 27th, 1985. Directed by Theodore Gershny, written by Carol Lucia Citrina, also with a teleplay by Theodore Gershny. So yeah, so here we are, we're talking We're talking about In the Cards, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're back for our second episode yeah, of Talks from the Dark Side. Second video uh, yeah, episode here. Yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty cool, we got our little... Uh, we got the cards there, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we, we, we got the drawing of uh, however many, we, what do we got, the, the Knight of Swords. Uh, he's going to be coming up uh, yeah. a lot in this episode. How many times <laughs> in this episode does that card show up? Oh, that's something we should have counted, man. Well, it, let's count them now. <laughs> Uh, Sean from this recording date is going to throw out just, I think, five times. I think we see it. <laughs> What's your guess? I think eight. Uh, I'm going to be a uh, conservative four. Okay. We'll see who's right, who's wrong. <laughs> in, the, in the premiere of this, you can uh, let us have it, whoever's fucked up the worst. <laughs> so, yeah, while, while we have our little uh, ritual going on here, um, Chris, do you want to read the Fangoria plot synopsis for this? Let's do it. So Fangoria's official synopsis, according to the episode guide, is a fortune teller's prognostications darken when a gypsy woman slips her a set of tarot cards, which predict only grief and disaster. The only way to dispose of the deck is to pass it on to another reader. But before the woman can get clear of the cards, they foretell her own tragic end. That's kind of accurate. Yeah, it's pretty close. I mean, (laughs) close enough. When we get to the rules of this, I'm going to be like, look, you fucked up big time. Yeah. And that's why you got the you got the uh, the end of the sword. The end of the, she the, certainly had it coming once you get all the information. I mean, maybe, maybe not get killed, but tales from the dark side. You know how it goes. So our main character is Catherine, played by Dorothy Lyman. Um, she's been in a ton of TV, like from the seventy, the sixties and seventies. But she was in, she was in Alf, an episode of Alf. Oh, there it is. And Mars and, yeah. and Mama's family. Oh, Mama's Family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't heard that name yeah. in fucking forever. I can't remember her name. Vicky, um, the comedian. Vicky, I forget her name. Anyway. Whoever. Yeah. Whomever. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, she she's like a fraud in this, right? And she's like a fortune teller, but she only tells people, like, the good news? <sighs> yeah, she's a very... Well, straight up the gate, we should say that she's, like, not authentic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's a fraud. She's a total time. fraud. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, she does it more to give people good news. Yeah. Like they come to her, even the woman says like, oh, yeah. you give everybody a happy ending yeah. and what they want to hear. And that's why she's been stealing the clientele from all the other uh, psychics, fortune tellers, whatever you want to call them. Uh, it's a yeah. small town, I guess. <laughs> a lot of psychics. I mean, if you've driven around any neighborhood, I know where I used to live. 
uh, in New Jersey, there was at least a strip on Route 37 where you could see one every bike five minutes. Like, oh, yeah. Come check. I, I don't know if any were active, but <laughs> yeah. maybe it was in New Jersey. Maybe in Bayville, New Jersey is where this takes place. Madam, I don't know. Madam Serena or some shit. I, I remember that. Possibly. There's like a, there was a Palmish yeah. like oh, neon yeah. sign hand. I remember that. Yep. Yep. See if I can dig a photo up of it. It's kind of funny, though, that you guys mentioned that specifically about her being a fraud, but it's like... It, She's a fraud, and obviously she's ripping people off, but it's not like your typical fraud, uh, psychic-type character that, yeah, they're in it for the money, but it's not, like, vindictive. It's more just like, like you just said, she's just trying to give people something happy, whether it actually is or not. She doesn't really give a shit, because we open this up, and she's like, yeah, print me oh, up what a What a way to make a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> print me up an ad that says, I give good news and and use one of them fucking stupid palmistry hands too. That, <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll add a little bit of uh, okay spunk yeah, to that fucking yeah. ad. She definitely, with all of what I just said, the the key takeaway is to get to point B. She's a she's an asshole about it. Oh, totally, totally. And um, she has no respect for the uh, for the tarot or the Kabbalah or any yeah. of uh, the old gods, as we come to uh, figure out, or how it comes to pass, rather. Yeah. And um, so so yeah. I love the idea of you were like you were just saying like I love the idea of like a bunch of fortune tellers like her stealing other people's yeah. business like the fortune teller mafia yeah and they all got like all fucking together, baseball bats off. yeah right <laughs> hey, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. show you bunch something gypsy woman oh come down the street God. and baseball bats. <laughs> Yeah. The fucking lady Knocking from her door. the lady yeah. from the Wolfman's there. Yeah, they take him out to like a field, like the end of casino. They strip him down, and I, I don't know who the they is in this situation, but they beat the, him with baseball bats. The other fortune teller. Oh, this woman. Yeah, they yeah. just beat her, you know, <laughs> up with it. I don't know. <laughs> the casino. Everybody. They give her a pair of fucking cement shoes, dude. Yeah. So she's a, so she's a big fraud, right? And again, she gives she always gives people good news. She's stealing business from all the other fucking fortune tellers around. They're not liking that. So what happens? She gets visited by an old woman with a curious, uh, <laughs> what's her name? Uh, Madame Marlene. No, what is something? Uh, she Madame Marlene. Marlena. That's what it was. Yeah. But she introduced herself like, you know, Marlene or something oh, my name's, slightly different. Hi, my name's Marlene. I'm totally not Madame Marlena. It's very similar, but I'm, it's not me. She goes in incognito, man. She goes in just like really playing up that old woman stereotype. Yeah, her name's Carmen Matthews, and she was in uh, episodes of The Twilight Zone and Alfred Hitchcock Presents as well. So that was kind of cool. So she, you know, again, we get these things where we have a lot of actors and actresses coming in from like the old anthology shows. Yeah. And kind of showing back up here. And it's really fun. Yeah. The older actors, a lot are like they were in Twilight Zone originally, and it's yeah. like trying to figure out which episode they were in. It's yeah, like, oh, it's all connected. Cool. Yeah, 30 years later, they're still doing anthology uh, series. That's yeah, I know. I wish we still had a good one now. <sighs> not Black Mirror, not something like that. No, I, not a Black Mirror, but again, another short format like this I think we could do with and it not have to be connected like they did with that Are You Afraid of the Dark series. Oh, yeah. It's all like one overarching story. story. Well, it's almost like American Horror Story is kind of is the only thing that even comes to mind. But it's not episodic, though. No, I think the most recent one, they tried to be a little bit more episodic, but I didn't watch it. But my understanding is there's like multiple stories in it, which not the same thing, but it's getting getting there. No, but case in point, they all twine, they all twine back together and right. where this is just standalone monster of the week, whatever kind of thing. Right, right. I know I see what you're saying. Yeah. Story of the week, whatever. I mean, um, does a creep show series count? We counting that? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess you're verdict, right. What's the verdict on that one? I guess you're right. I, I watched the entirety of season one. It wasn't like awful, but. It's not for me. Yeah. I give season one a chance. Season two started getting a little better. Uh, but then it kind of just... That first episode of season two is is, is pretty good. The yeah. one with the kid 
um, whose mom dies, yep. who watches the monster yeah. movies. That was yeah, great. Yeah, that one's fun. I like that one a lot. Um, and again, it reminded me of that Tales from the Hood uh, yep. story. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. It uh, It's okay. Yeah. Just kinda, it's yeah. nothing where I'm like, holy shit, I got to go watch that. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, I wish it was. Which is kind of funny because we're talking about this fucking show from the 80s I that know, was made on like a shoestring yeah, budget. Right. Uh, I'm not saying they're trying too hard, but maybe I am. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. But anyway, uh, so this woman comes in incognito to get her palm read. And you kind of get- cards. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. They keep going in. Well, they keep saying reading, so my brain goes to palm yeah, reading. No, totally. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, with the tarot. And uh, we do kind of get that set up, like you guys were saying, where she's kind of like, yeah, I want to make people feel happy about it, but I'm also like being shady about how I'm handling these things. Mm -hmm. And she has like her one client's this old man who comes back later in the episode. Isaac, yeah. And, uh, you know, so we kind of get that idea right off the bat what she's all about. So then this other woman comes in and wants a reading. You know, she gets it. It's positive. It's some fluffy bullshit, but <laughs> you're going to you're going to meet a tall, sexy, athletic man. He's a tennis player. And she's like, really? That sounds great. My husband's going to hate that. Yeah. I, I love how the, uh, you know, Marlena leans into it, you know, yeah. responding how you would expect a person to respond. And then the second that uh, our, our, our lead, what was her name? Catherine, you said? Yeah. She turns around, to, you know, to, to get, get this woman some change for the $50 bill she hands her. <laughs> And something uh, happens behind her back. She takes the one set of uh, tarot cards and uh, she switches it with one in her purse. And, yeah, you know, switcheroo. She, yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> the uh, old fucking switcheroo. And I'm sitting there watching this like, OK, that doesn't seem like that's good for this character. But let's see what happens. And uh, OK, dearie, see you later. <laughs> Thank you. She's like, basically, yeah, exactly. She's kind of like Santa Claus, but she's like, you know, the kick is her leaving the door with the evil uh, cards <laughs> in play. She immediately, so Catherine immediately realizes that these cards are actually working because uh, this girl comes in to see her. Um, oh, I forget what her name was. Women with I the Iris. Green? Iris. Oh, Iris. Okay. Iris. Yeah. Iris was her name. Woman with the pixie cut, but. Yeah, which oh, you yeah. looked up and she was, she was on Pee Wee as Dixie. From Pee-wee's Playhouse? Yeah, I, oh. I was trying to find out what she was in in yeah. just a couple episodes of uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. She has such a distinctive face. Yeah. And I was like, we've seen yeah, her Yeah, you were somewhere. trying to figure out where yeah. she was coming, where yeah. you've seen her, but yeah, we couldn't remember. Couldn't couldn't put a put a beat on it, but apparently Pee-wee's Playhouse. Um, She comes in and she's like, oh, you know, read my cards or whatever. And she's like, okay. And she's dealing it out. And she's like, uh. Yeah, like hesitates. And then like shuffle, shuffle them back yeah. in and like, well, cut, it, cut it again. Let's just let's yeah. do it again. So she puts it out again. And it reads exactly the same. And uh, and I was just like, what? Tell me, what is it? I, I, I want to know. know. I got to know. And she's like, no, I can't. No, never mind. Let's try it one more time. So yeah. she does it one more time. And she's like, your fucking boyfriend's going to die. And she's like, a what? And the second she says that, you hear this like, oh, you know, sound effect of like cars crashing. It's a cacophony <laughs> of fucking car crashes outside. out of her front door. You know, you know, somebody just walked off a curb, like, you know, final destination and got hit by a bus outside. Yeah. yeah. Like, like. Did he crash into a car in front of the like, place? Like, was she coming to pick her up? Was was he sitting out there waiting for her to be done? I think somebody was, crashed yeah. into him. Like, yeah. two cars hit him, like, from the front and the back. Yeah. It just squashed him. Just very, uh... You know, <laughs> you know what's interesting about that? You know, she supposedly doesn't give a shit about, like, this stuff. No. But uh, but she knows enough about tarot to know, like, what what the hands mean. She knows how to actually read them. She, she just wants to go about it in a way that's not actually how you're supposed to do it. Well, I think she just makes up like her own yeah. like interpretation for everyone. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, here's just, I laid some cards on the table. 
you're going to have a good job soon. You're going to get married soon. Yeah, you know, stuff like no that. No matter what it says. But yeah. I think she can read them. And yeah. that's why she freaks the fuck out. And she's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Well, it's obviously kind of making fun of, you know, whether you believe in this stuff or not. Like the reality of the situation where it's like, yeah, most most of the time this is like funny games. Like obviously you hear stories or maybe yourselves or people at home have had an experience with someone reading their palm or their tarot and saying, wow, that was eerily accurate. Yeah. But I'm going to say most of the time it's what you guys are describing, which they're making fun of with this character. We're yeah. just yeah. firing off some very vague things yeah. and people picking <laughs> yeah. up what they're putting down and, and misinterpreting yeah. it. Here's some general good news. You know, give me my 60 bucks. See yeah. you later. Well, that that's what's the best part about uh, the guy Isaac when he comes in because he knows she's full of shit, yeah. but he likes that she lies to him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like... He likes the company. Well, he, I guess he likes company, but again, she she tells his uh, story or for, not a fortune. He, she reads the t his tarot. Yeah. Um, and he he's not an idiot. Like he knows exactly what everything is and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, the tarot's from the Kabbalah, and like the cards aren't anything to fuck with, and like you have to like really believe in the cards. And he's like, he's like, you see that shit right there? That, that's that's bad news. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna fucking die, and that's okay, and I accept that. And yeah. she's like, oh. <laughs> well, okay, going back to what we were talking about earlier, that that knight card, yes, uh, uh, the knight of swords. Yes, the, you swing. Yeah, every time this card's played, you hear the swing sound effect, and we're not talking <laughs> about Wayne's World. Imagine that you just cut to fucking Wayne and Garth. The card goes down, swing. Uh, but yeah, you you hear that sound effect every time, and that's kind of your indicator to the audience that uh oh. And I, I'm sorry, Mr. Isaac. I'm glad you were okay with how you were gonna go, but being dropped out of an elevator shaft <laughs> doesn't sound yeah. too good to me. I don't know. Oh no, he he's fucking Kersplat. Um, so she tries to like get, so she freaks out. She get tries to get rid of the cards because she keeps drawing bad hands for everybody, and she knows that they're bad hands each time. It's not just a fluke. So she fucking throws him in the garbage and like tries to light him on fire and shit. Iris comes back and she just like she just threw him in the garbage and she's like, I, I threw him out. I don't have the cards anymore. She's like, what are you talking about? They're right there in front of you. Yeah. And uh, she's like, some talking Tina shit, man. Yeah. And it's like, oh, can you, you know, read me my full tarot? Yeah. Because she didn't finish. And um, she's like, I got to know. I got to. She's like, no, get out of here. So she throws her out. I don't even think she finishes her no, reading. She no, no. She's it's, so freaked out by them, like, teleporting around. She's her, like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Yeah, Iris she tries is, burning them. Like, they're just coming back. She can't get rid of them. And then just, yeah, kicks her out. Oh, yeah. Iris's fate is sealed. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but she doesn't know. Like, Good she luck. knows what it yeah. is. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine somebody predicting the death of a loved one and then not finishing your Oh, yeah. Future, oh man, and then I you just sleep. no. Yeah. I'd be living in constant. <laughs> yeah. I'm already living in fucking constant anxiety. I don't know what I would do. <sighs> um, so then she has like a friend that comes over, uh, uh, Catherine, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you know, so how you been lately? How's everything going?" And she's like. I gotta be honest, that's kind of going to shit. Well, she calls her up because she freaks yeah. out about the cards like reappearing, and she can't. They won't burn. She, you know, she's trying to get rid of them, and she's like, "You gotta come over here quick." Yeah, she's pissing off all the fucking fortune tellers around the, the block. And yeah. she's like, you know, all the local fortune yeah. tellers. She's like, yeah. you know, you've been stealing them fucking businesses from from the whole from the whole fortune teller army that lives down the street. There, how many fucking with, they're like in blocks of each other. Yeah, there's enough that she, it can't be that many. Yeah. Where one woman is putting them out of business. No. And, and I mean, I mean, I know just from the show standpoint, this is MDU. I mean, I know we're in the Tales from the Dark Side universe. I guess if you want to compact it a little, but I mean, 
it's joking on that uh my 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 demon lover episode if you saw it but uh i i think the thinner guy lives down the street him and his oh, his daughter they, oh, they're 100%, in this neighborhood too. yeah they they got their caravan down there they're turning fucking uh uh uh, uh what's his name Oh, I forget the name of the lead guy. But no, the no, 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 the, the fucking, the guy. Oh, Joe they, Montana. Yeah, they turned Joe yeah. Montana into a fucking alligator. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he At the moment, he's taking care of that baby. He doesn't know what's, you know, coming for him Eating later. cherry pie, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so her friend comes over and she like convinces her to st- spend the night and like, uh, she keeps telling her, oh, these cards, these cards, they're, they're cursed or whatever. I can't get rid of them. They keep drawing a bad hand. People are fucking dying. And she's like, you had nothing to do with Isaac's death. He's like, I saw it. And then she's like, wait a second. He really is dead. And she's like, yeah, he died. And he fucking elevator fell and <laughs> killed him. <laughs> he went kersplat. He went yeah. splat. So she brings her like a cheeseburger and like some tea. And thinks everything will be will be better. Which right there is like that's weird. Yeah, it's like here's cheeseburger and tea in a bag. Is that is that like because she's a fortune teller, right? So she has to yeah. have like a little bit of her of her chakra tea, I guess, enlightened yeah. or whatever yeah. the fuck. Let's go with that. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. a cheeseburger. Yeah. Um. So the so so Catherine ends up locking the tarot cards, the deck, the curse deck, in a box, and like puts it on a nightstand and is like, "We're gonna find out. <laughs> We're gonna fucking find out tonight." Yeah. What's wrong? You're going to prove it to you. So they're sleeping and we hear this fucking crazy sound of like a box like being punched and like jittering all over the place. This box explodes with light and there's like light and fog and shit coming out of it. It, it looks like Poltergeist when Craig T. Nelson opens the door in Poltergeist. Oh, my God. And it's like like it's coming oh, yeah. out at him. Yeah. Um, and she's like screaming at the tarot cards. She's just like, what do you want from me? Ah! And then, uh, so her friend, like, finally lays it down. Yeah. Uh, what she has to do. Which somehow she knows that she didn't know a couple hours before. This oh, is just sure. yeah. literally Let's how go it goes it. down. She's like, she's like, oh, who's in your shop? And she's like, uh, there's girl Iris. And uh, she's like, well, anybody else? She's like, uh, some old woman, uh, Marlene. Yeah. Had a lot of money. And she goes, Marlene, what a lot of money. You mean couldn't be Madame Malena, you yeah. think? And then she's like, "Hey, <laughs> that's like." <laughs> Sean was saying that it was like it, it, she was being inconspicuous, and that's like going to some oh, well. like your name is like people know you as Bob, and you go, "Hi, I'm Robert. Yeah, how you doing?" Well, that is I a put good on point. sunglasses. You don't know who I am. <laughs> yeah, Mars yeah. glasses and a hat. I mean, inconspicuous to a point, but yeah, that's a good point. She might as well just said I'm Doris or something it, it, like yeah, that. Like yeah, like completely just like fake the name. She wasn't creative enough. No. So then, you know, Catherine goes to this woman's house slash shop. It's like a dilapidated building. And she's in there fucking going on about how the wolf bane is blooming. because She looks like she's <laughs> oh, about yeah. to she's talk to nuts. fucking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got the full like classic Romani kind of look at this point with, yeah. you know, the shawl or the or the head wrap rather. Yeah. Lon Chaney Jr. There we go. Yes. Trying to <laughs> get that out there. And she tells her, like, well, you know, you got to hand it off to somebody else. That's what I had to do. Tough break. Well, it's not just hand it off. It's you have to give it to somebody who doesn't believe in the power of the cards. Yeah. She basically calls her out, says you're not a believer or like you're not like learn, you know, you're not fit to do what you're doing. You're 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 making a mockery of the tarot. deck, Yeah, basically. And the gods and the magic that's within them. And this woman knows her shit. 
and she's like, yeah, she's like, you're unfit to be here. She's like, it happened to me. Yeah. Here you go. And I gave you the switcheroo, yeah. baby. Now I'm free. Now I can just go live in my fucking dilapidated yeah. house and wear sunglasses right? inside. Yeah. Which definitely is implying that maybe uh, Miss Marlena herself was a non-believer until uh, a few days prior. <laughs> she, says it, she says it straight up. She actually has like this monologue about yeah. it. Um, so she's like, well, all you got to do is give it to somebody who doesn't believe. Simple. Simple. Yeah. Enough, right? You'd yeah. think. The problem with it is she goes to see like a Mama Loa. I know, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone that the second you see her, you're already like as an audience member, like this woman probably believes and I don't know how this is going to even work out in in a positive sense for this character. She is doing the whole Haitian, she's doing some fucking voodoo magic, man. <laughs> fucking voodoo magic, man. Well, and she's got the look. Again, I'm not trying to be too stereotypical, even though, you know, obviously they're playing up the different stereotypes, if well, you will, of different types of fortune tellers no, in this episode. No, but you can't tell me that the King Willie gang ain't oh, down the fucking street. Dude, I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> no, there's definitely a voodoo thing going on. Yeah, big time. And yeah. she also, you know, she does do the switcheroo. Yeah. But she kind of fucks it up. And I was talking to Chris about this earlier, which I didn't think about, but like going back through the wiki uh, for, for Tales, they kind of point this out. And I was thinking like, oh, I wonder if that is actually what happened. So she switches the cards out before she actually gets the reading. So she gets the reading off the evil deck Whereas before, the woman didn't switch the cards until after she got the oh, reading. I okay. So that, I wonder also if that was. Uh, there's a lot of ways you can kind of look at the, how this ends, and that actually changes like the whole ending, like yeah, a lot completely. Yeah. And and I was just going to bring that up because she switches the deck on this woman. Now I thought that the reason it didn't work was because this other uh, Madame McNeil. Believed in the magic right. and, be and respected the cards. So the cards are like, no, 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 no. You can't yeah, fuck with so me fast. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Hold your yeah. horses. I mean, it could be. I'm just, I'm just based off reading that. Somebody else figured that out, and I'm like, huh. There's actually some thought put to that. Mm -hmm. That, that kind of lines up. No, that totally makes sense. No, I that I think that's what it is. And Madden she could she could also tell as soon as those cards are down, something's a little off because you can kind of see it in her face. Well, that woman paused too, the yeah. same way she was doing when she was giving the readings to everybody else. Yeah. And she's, she's like, I've never seen anything like this before. Like, I've never dealt yeah. uh, a hand like this. And the last fucking card, the, the the Knight of Swords, jumps out of her hand. And she's like, why'd you make that card jump out of your hand? Yeah. She's like, I'll make no magic. Yeah, goes, she puts it down. And it's like, like, yeah. this to the table. <laughs> she's like, yeah. why did you do that? Yeah. She's like, I didn't fucking do it. So then Catherine fucking runs out, like, in terror, because she hears the swing. And then she's like, oh, <laughs> This is hilarious because this woman has tried to burn these cards, throw them out. All this, she takes the whole deck, and she's like, she's over a garbage can, like crying and screaming, going, "Ah!" Yeah, trying to light on fire again, and which we know pulls, doesn't work. She, she pulls out the the jack, uh, the, the jack of clubs. I was gonna yeah, say <laughs> the, sure. knight, the knight of swords, and then like makes it rain into the garbage can, and then she's trying to light the Knight of Swords on fire. Uh, this thing's and, like the fucking one ring. It can't be destroyed. No, she's got to drop that fucker right into Mordor. <laughs> uh, right, Mordor. In the fucking, <laughs> into the fucking, the Mount we Doom. We know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mount Doom. Why didn't they just take eagles? <laughs> Here. <laughs> take this card and eagles and drop it in there. Um, tell the moth. Uh, so she's dumping the cards in the thing. She's and again, she's trying to light this fucking knight of swords on fire. And as she's doing this, this fucking <laughs> out this of fucking nowhere, body by Jake comes out of the fucking <laughs> shadows and like grabs her and just stabs the shit out of yeah. her. And she's dead. <sighs> Classic mugger. You know? 
<laughs> yeah, falls on the ground, cards right next to her. Oh, and, it can, and it zooms in on the card. There we like, go. Full circle. It looks like the Joker was there. Yeah. It's, you know, when I first got here before we started this uh, recording, I was kind of like, eh, I didn't really like that one. But like going back through it, I was like, you know what? Actually, this is a pretty good episode. I think it's a great episode, actually. I mean, I guess we can get into final thoughts now. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a great episode. It's it's shot really well. It's written really well and acted really fucking well. Yeah, this one I think is solid. It's, it's like we've had a lot of, you know, the last couple episodes. Yeah. There's a lot of humor. And it's like we're all over the place as yeah. far as like the anthology series goes. But this one was very straightforward, like a very much a drama. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the, the, the tone, the tone is just very, very serious. There's no like joking around at all to be had in this. Um, and it's, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's like fantastic, but it's definitely within the Tales from the Dark Side series, there are so many different genres and types of episodes, which was what makes the series so great. But this among the types of episodes that are like this, this is one of the better ones. Yeah. It's yeah. like the more of these we get into, the harder it's going to be to like classify them rank these almost yeah. so it's like you kind of have to go by like what sort of like category each episode fits in like i would put this up against something like the new man yeah yeah because it's really well there. because they're both supernatural and they're both um very much straightforward dramas yeah, yeah. right you know what i mean like i wouldn't put i wouldn't put this up against um mookie, you know, and, mookie and pookie yeah <laughs> or even or even uh um the last one we just did um Oh, a, a clone. All the uh, clone by the telephone. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't even put it up against that either. Yeah. You know, because it's just two different kinds of flavors. You yeah. Know? Now, like, looking ahead, it's like you could tell where this is going to, ra- like, fit with mm-hmm. other episodes. But, yeah. like, yeah, this being a more straightforward, like, drama, mm-hmm. I think it's a solid episode. I, I agree with you. And, like, we were talking about before with Creepshow and all that and in the anthology series. This, like, Chris and I have seen this series more than once. And Sean's coming on the ride with us as we go through them. But... Um, I could imagine like how this aired for people watching it, like when it came out and like how in how you would anticipate wanting to watch these because it's completely different every week. Mm. Yeah. You know, you have no idea what you're getting into. You have no idea what you're getting into. It's like you might know the tone, but even the tone, like you're saying, is a little all over the place. You'd have you don't know. You know, you could get a comedy one. You could get a drama one. You can get a little mix of both. You can get uh, a monster. You can get a ghost. You can get a devil. And I could see somebody being like completely blindsided by something like this. You know, maybe this episode, but like when they do get serious, like when they get used to jokes and then go to serious, Mm, yeah, like switch gears like that. I'm sure it like, you know, creep some people out. Uh, yeah. You know? I, 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 that's what I was going to say too. the music, the music in this one specifically. And, um, some of the shots, it's creepy. Yeah. It's very creepy. Yeah. There's a tone in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, that there's not too much of like that circus music or or like <laughs> you and yeah. The well, I mean specifically, music. like I was going back and listening to a couple of the episodes from last year just yeah. to kind of like refresh my memory. And like, there's a couple episodes where we call out the music, and it could just be the music they redid because there was all that weird licensing stuff that you guys have talked about. Check out that first episode of Talks from the Dark Side. We go way into it and how the licensing wasn't uh, renewed for the DVD release of Tales from the Dark Side. Because um, the original soundtracks are not intact and they had to like change everything. Right. Uh, and just to your point, Joe, uh, the baby music thing. If you, There's an episode on Patreon, a mini so we did last month that that I do go off on that. Uh, patrons, if you know, if not, head over to Patreon.com slash Movie Dumpster. Uh, 
two two five and ten dollar tiers. Everyone can check it out. Slid it right in. Uh, but but uh, on the last episode we did uh, before the end of the year, the Gin No Chaser. Yeah, we specifically talk about that. I think you and Chris even were going back and forth talking about some of this music is just so bad, and it kind of was circus music esque yeah. or baby music. And I feel like a lot of those can like make or break an episode. Yeah, it's like watching the older ones. It's like you'll see. It's like there's different different tones completely with a lot of these because of just the music Mm -hmm. but 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 this one music's really good it's consistent throughout it kind of fits each scene and you even have moments and this happens in some other episodes uh uh that that i've watched but we haven't covered yet where they will do things with the music that 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 kind of matches what's happening on screen and you don't always get that but when you do it's like wow this little extra element really just it's almost like a cherry on top or like window dressing in a good way yeah um, yeah, I guess before we wrap this up, I just want to talk a little bit about not necessarily get into the nitty gritty of tarot, but specifically the Knight of Swords um, and what it means in this episode and what it actually means in the deck itself. Yeah. And, and this is like when we went through to, you know, get ready for this episode. Yeah. It's like we're like, this can't be a mistake. You know, it can't be just a metaphor for, you know, her getting stabbed. Yeah. It has to be something else. So, yeah, looked into it. And it turns out. I mean, I have it right here, so I know, and I'm I'm not super well versed in this, so I'm gonna just read this. Um, the Knight of Swords acts more like a messenger, um, but not necessarily of bad news. It needs to be in tandem and in context with something else for it to be the uh, uh, the harbinger of something bad, right? Yeah. So it could be he he's literally just a messenger card that's paired with other cards to give you whatever the outcome is. Okay. Pretty much. Good bad. Good in bad or in between. Bad. I mean, he's, bad bad or yeah. bad bad. <laughs> when you put in the context of the episode, though, yeah, like a messenger, like yeah, he might not have uh, cut that uh, string on the elevator, but he sure as hell uh, told pu- pushed old Isaac in there, maybe. Or no, or he, he might not have stabbed her in the alley, but he sent uh, old old uh, mugger boy after him. I don't know, man. He went shring and he yeah. cut the fucking cord for the elevator. He yeah. went shring and he stabbed if they and went, he stabbed that woman. Imagine if you had like smoke come out of the elevator <laughs> and some guy on a horse. Shows what, up, what is he fucking the elevator cord? I, I'm just He's picturing like, Odin from Final Fantasy VII as you yeah. as you say that the elevator opens and Odin walks out. And just cuts fucking Isaac in half. He's a fuck. Right. He's like the headless horseman. Yeah, dude. If they had like... a little more of a budget yeah. with this series, maybe oh, yeah. we'd get a guy on a horse. <laughs> yeah, big shiny sword. Yeah, creepy. Yeah. Well, we get yeah, we get a car crash in yeah. audio form anyway. But yeah, uh, so 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 that was in the cards, and uh, yeah, until next time, I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke, and I'm Chris Barr. <laughs> Tales from the Dark Side is always there, waiting for us to watch it, waiting for us to hit play. Until next time, try to find it on DVD and watch along with us.